Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The Fringe of It. Episode number 59. 59 episodes we are steaming them out steaming <laughs> steaming through them we're not steaming them out we're steaming through them <laughs> never say that again <laughs> apologies apologies how are you uh, i was all right so you said that oh this is that's a typical case of live getting something that everyone knows wrong <laughs> <laughs> um i'm all right i'm all right i think i speak on behalf of a few people where I'm a bit bummed. That's the only way I'm like bummed out. Cause like, yeah. I think on Sunday we were just all hoping for like something. I don't know what I was hoping for, but I... I th- yeah, I feel like I was hoping for like, I don't know, really clear guidance on when things would be laid out. Like, okay, you can't go out for another four or five weeks but don't worry because we're working on stuff whereas I feel like it's just been a bit like of a a a confusion and we can finally play golf again so that's great news I'm so excited to hit up that golf course (laughs) with one other member of my household um and also I don't know I think like the frustrating part if nobody knows what we're talking about we're, we're talking about the prime minister's speech um that was on Sunday and I think the most like ridiculous part is I mean some people like if you go on Twitter some people are like they're just really clear I don't know what your problem is and it's like I think it's the fact they're just open to interpretation like yeah. I saw one and it said well your nanny and your cleaner can come back so I was like uh can I just not hire my mum and dad as my nanny and my cleaner and then they can just come to my house but that's the thing I think that's the problem me and Joe said that I said like I was on Twitter and obviously I think on Twitter you're in a bit of an echo chamber and you largely follow people that have similar views to you but even with that mentality and following people that I primarily largely agree with everyone had different interpretations which showed how vague it was because I feel like everyone kind of could take out of it what they wanted which is exactly the problem yeah I think as well because obviously everyone's got different priorities so like for people like isolating by themselves obviously their first reaction is the well i like i've been doing this for eight weeks on my own like i need to see somebody now and i'm whereas my priority is i've been doing this on my own with a toddler i need to get rid of the toddler toddler. but you know like everyone's got um yeah whilst we're all thinking about the bigger picture and then to just tell people to go back to work and use public transport uh, to not sorry see i'm already confused but to not use public transport yeah and then seeing and then it's that blade 
theme, isn't it? Like this morning, Joe was like, he obviously seen lots of things on Twitter about people in bu- on buses in London. And it's just like, but people are following their guidance because obviously the risk of not going to work might be greater if, you, if you're in a compromised job or your boss is saying, I, I want you in and you've got no other means of getting there. Like you can't cycle from, if you live in like, I don't know, Richmond and you work in Stratford or like you, do you know, like London is a big place yeah. to not use public transport. Absolutely. I just... Or like any city. I mean, this is just, I'm talking from a Londoner's perspective. Um, oh, absolutely. And I think as well, like Lincoln is a big place to get from like one side of the city. And for quite like manual jobs, I think I've been quite livid. I've had a lot of emotions um, Monday, mm. Tuesday, Wednesday. Where are we uh, we're on Wednesday we're still. On Wednesday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> still here, Charlotte. Yeah, and we're at the, the emotion level. I went for a run, so that was great. And now I'm just feeling a bit tired again. It's one o'clock and I'm like, mm, nap time. I don't have naps because of the toddler. Oh, no. It's a lot. And it's, yeah, it's really confusing. And it feels very much like, I don't know. I know that I think a lot of us find hope in kind of like a, knowing there'll be like an end. And I mean, it's never going to be like, I mean, from the beginning it was never going to be like oh street parties when this ends because that's not like the virus isn't a thing it's not a person it's never it gonna... is live you need to stay alert now but that's what i said to you. I was like <laughs> the people not realize that the virus is it's like mr rona's not going to do a speech and be like guys enough I've, i'm not spreading anymore <laughs> this is over i'm leaving nice to see you like that's not gonna happen like i don't know well now go walk out the door <laughs> Okay, you've really, you've really, you've got me now, guys. I know, it's just, it's, it's mad. But um, yeah, no, I'm feeling that as well. I feel like we're all kind of a bit just, I don't know. That's probably how I'd sum it up. We're all a bit, I don't know. Yeah, where are we at now? Week eight, week nine. Yeah, I've I've been saying variations of seven to nine. So um, (laughs) we're around that mark. It's, It's a long old slog, but anyway... Hello, everyone. We're back here with an uplifting podcast. Yeah, and we promise we will not mention. Actually, we might do, but we'll try and keep it light from here on in. There's lots of goodies in this week's podcast. It's going to be a laugh from here on in as well, so keep keep tuned. Well, it can't be as funny as last week. Keep tuned. <laughs> I was going to let it go. Bye. Keep tuned. Keep tuned, guys. Keep tuned. <laughs> I'm Bob Mortimer. Keep tuned. Have a cappuccino. Keep tuned. <laughs> Um, my mum, after last week's episode where I said, do not listen to this, obviously went on to listen to it oh. and now just won't stop saying the word horny. Every time I call her up, she's like, oh, remember that bit of the podcast where you said, you, you know, I'm like, just stop it. You say that like your your mum discovered the word horny last week. Like no, a, no, she like just keeps, but she's never said it to me. And now she like just keeps taking the mick and saying it. I'm like, can you just stop it? Oh my god! Oh, it never, it, yeah, it never gets less weird. Yeah. So, mum, just please stop it. You're like, mum, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you what else has happened this week, but I'm going to save it for the uh, funny, funny quarantales section. Yeah, I feel like we've got some very good quarantales. So let's move right on to Telly Talk. Straight on to Telly Talk. Right on this. Honestly, I think like the longer that I only speak to Jack, you and like a few select friends on Zoom, like the worse, what word was I trying to use yesterday? Landing. I couldn't remember the word for landing, you know, like the bit on the hall. Like... Yeah, the bit in the hall. Yeah. 
the what landing. Did you call it? I just it just took me a long while to like remember what the word was. Oh dear. <laughs> anyway, I, really love, I hope all the quarantales are as good as that one, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> right, normal people. I'm finished. I'm done. Right, you finished it. Yeah. Feedback. I did a U-turn. I loved it. Oh my god! I feel I can't even see your mouth from the, your um, spit guard. <laughs> it's not a. Is it a spit guard? Is that what it's called? You were calling it that. <laughs> yeah, I think it is called a spit guard. Who only knows? We're professional podcasters here. Very highbrow. There you go. Um, Can you see me now? Yeah, I just wanted to see your like coy smile. <laughs> yeah, um, it was weird. So, episode one and two, Dollsville, Ballsville, not into it. But I would consider going back to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, you're right. When they got to Italy, fantastic. Like, <laughs> well into that. Where was that shop they were going to? Just wanted to ask about that. Oh, I don't know. You know the one where they go on the bike ride to the shop? Oh, it's just like a supermarket, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I just think it was a lie for beautiful bike scenes because I wouldn't. It yeah, looked I'll... like a long way to go, to be honest. There's probably one that was closer but had more like um, holiday merchandise out the front and was less... <laughs> yeah. less less aesthetic um i literally thought though once they were like at the shop and they were sat down having the ice on that that the characters from call me by your name could have just like walked in at that point honestly that's where my two worlds collided and i was like oh um yeah i was really invested in like what happened to them um i watched like two episodes at once to try and like eke it out and then weirdly after it finished and I, I still don't think it's the best thing I've ever watched, but I did really enjoy it. And like I said, I've done a U-turn, but um, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, what am I, what am I thinking? But what, like, what? Yeah, I properly did the whole, like, very invested in, like, watching interviews with them and just really, like, I want more. Yeah, but I can't really explain, like, why it stayed with me for two days or what I was thinking about, it was very much just like a mood. I think I was a bit, you know, you had that Thursday that was yeah. really bad. Oh God, flat. Yeah, I th- I had a really bad day and I do think it, I do wonder if it was to do with normal people ending. Maybe that's causing um, the nationwide sadness is the ending <laughs> of normal people. Not the fact Not... we can't hug our families. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> nothing to do with the global pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I felt the same and do you think did like do you think any of it like I don't know I felt like when I watched it it had that air of nostalgia where I was thinking about like past relationships and that awkwardness and that kind of uncomfortable thing and I was like oh this is so weird did you feel like that I've tried to like get rid of a lot of that stuff as in like I try and not oh yeah my past relationships were nothing like that (laughs) yeah no I mean wow if my past relationships were like that I'd be like hello I know, I'd be making some calls. Then then I, I understand like, Adele. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Let's get back together. Um, <laughs> yeah, I still... Uh, mm, I don't know. I feel like we should have recorded the podcast immediately after I watched it. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's already gone. Yeah, but um, I just want to say, so, you know, I mentioned um, M- Maria McFarlane last last week. Yes. Um, the the lovely, lovely follower from Belfast. Well, she was very excited that we featured on the podcast. I'm going to feature her again because I don't feel like what she said. Um, I just basically 
mumble jumbled and didn't really say anything. Um, and then we had like another conversation. So I'm going to read it out because I just think it's so important. And she said, I love that you featured my point is it's so prevalent and one of the things I adored about the book and show was how they portrayed men in Ireland and how tough it is. Paul Meskell's performance was so so outstanding as the male struggle with mental health is becoming somewhat of a widespread issue countrywide. Northern Ireland has lost more people to suicide than have died in the troubles as of this year and the majority of that is to men. To see that portrayed so well and to know that my little brother and his friends saw that is an amazing moment and it's so so important that the stigma is lifted. I feel like that just that was a conversation following up from last week's podcast, but I just yeah. think that that statistic about um, yeah, suicide, it's, it's, it's horrendous. It's sure. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, obviously I think we, we live in England and I think Joe's experience, Joe was watching it. And as his experience, even living here, he was like, I've never seen a conversation about male mental health, like communicated like that and his experience. And he said, it just felt really raw and, like so important yeah definitely so like even if i don't think it's the best thing since i spread and i think you know it was pretty good bread (laughs) and i don't think that that matters like as long as people are finding it are watching it um and it's speaking to people about so many different issues then great Um, i think that's it i think even yeah even if you didn't like i think there's so many things that will help people and like people might see things reflected back at them in a way like even like people are saying I wish my like I wish I'd seen this as a teenager about consent and like about navigating like like first times and that kind of awkwardness because it's just it's almost addressing conversations that people don't know how to have yeah totally totally agree and um I just want to say that scene in the bedroom where it's really hot and they were going to get the ice lollies I, I literally thought I was like in the room I was like this is really I'm really hot oh oh, oh. do you follow Connell's chain I think I asked you this last week yeah no I'm into it I'm into it Jack's refused point blank to get a chain maybe I'll just send one up in an anonymous like Amazon (laughs) delivery it was his birthday in June so maybe you can send him it then be rude not to wear a gift me yeah me and joe will send him a silver chain <laughs> i would really enjoy that i don't know if maybe you could go for a gold one who knows maybe no. june should get him one yeah and then a i get present it engraved. From his daughter yeah. yeah then he can't he, not wear it can he yeah he might not wear one for me and joe <laughs> <laughs> actually i'm not that bothered about like like offending live and joe but my daughter yeah. on the other hand mm, different yeah. story there you go. We've we've got him. <laughs> anyway, I would. Can I give it an eight out of ten? I think you can give it an eight out of ten. I'll, I'm happy with that. Not yeah. that I'm like, you know, the boss of the world. Are you surprised? <laughs> are you surprised I did a U-turn? I'm surprised. I feel like a lot of people have done U-turns who have watched it. I'd, I haven't seen any. I've seen people that haven't got it, but I think a lot of people have kind of, as it's gone on, got more into it. Um, I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad you did a U-turn. I would have understood had you not done a U-turn, but I'm glad. I'm, I I appreciate the fact you gave it a chance. The next thing I've watched this week, I've watched a few different things. Um, I've watched quite a lot, actually. I'm quite... I just feel like you're getting cross with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite impressed by how much I've watched. Um, I was looking at my list and I was going to include things I haven't watched that want to watch, but I'm not going to do that now. I have um, that little list every week just in case just in case and I'm like I don't even need that um so the first thing I've watched three films this week um 
I'm going to touch on all of them really quickly. Um, I w- started off with Knives Out, which I know you've seen. Oh, can't wait to discuss that. Oh, I, you know, I didn't know if I was going to enjoy it. And I even at the beginning, I had my phone on my lap and I kept glancing at it because I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Oh my God, this is literally what happened. This is literally you're telling me how I watched it. Yeah, and I was, and Joe was like, can you just put your phone down and watch it? Because he's seen it before. So he was like, you will like it, you will like it. And I got really into it. I kind of like put my phone down, I was looking. And I was just a bit like, oh, I don't know. I think this is a bit cheesy. Like, cause I just, I can't see where this is going. And then it just, once you kind of give it a chance and kind of find out, because it's a whodunit, essentially. If you haven't heard us talking about this before, Knives Out is a whodunit. It's got Daniel Craig in as well, just in case that might pique anybody's interest. Just in case you need a real, like, link and a real pull. Um, but I feel like you get really into it and really invested. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it and actually got, like, really into it. It's the point where it's funny, because I think it's one of those films that even my mum and dad were like, oh, no, we've seen it. Like, we've seen it obviously being out and available to watch but we're just not sure um and I was like no no no, watch it and I feel like maybe a few people have that kind of perspective like perspective where they're like I just don't know if I'm going to enjoy it it's good it's quirky like you've got to get into the world of the family yeah and I, and I do think that you're like oh where yeah where is this going not that you need to know like the ending of every film but you're a bit like oh but it's it's good I would definitely recommend people watch it it's it's a corker yeah really enjoyed that and then on what day was it sunday night i we don't asked... mind when you watched it <laughs> no, that was well that was friday and on sunday i asked the internet the internets um for some suggestions of really great rom-coms i actually called them chip flicks um which is another conversation that i will reserve for another episode it's quite interesting there was i had a lot of different conversations with people about the use of the word or the term chick flicks um and some people weren't as happy with it but a few people who had studied film um actually said why it's an important genre anyway i i I, you didn't leave it did you no i didn't i digressed um (laughs) but i had so many recommendations of amazing amazing chip rom-coms and like just feel good films um i know the genre and i love it it, i was uh, people knew what i was talking about let's just say that people came and they listened and they gave and they were very generous so the film i watched on sunday for the first time was brooklyn uh the first time well i've watched it once before but sorry to scream at you Ah! me and joe were actually away and we watched it in the evening i think i fell asleep and I don't know why. That film has got you written all over it. It honestly has. It was so beautiful. And it was actually Rosie, who lovely Rosie, who edits the podcast. Um, she recommended it. And I was like, yeah, trust Rosie. Trust. And um, where did you find that? Because I wanted to watch it. But like, you know how I pretty much just copy everything you do. I thought I might wait, wait a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I think I watched it on virgin so i think i bought oh, it for you three do... pounds oh okay not bad because those some of those virgin prices are extortionate like, oh yeah don't don't start me again on how much the sound of music was oh shocking um but no i, I paid i think three pound 49 which i was like no I'm ha- no i tell you a lie it was amazon <laughs> it was amazon i bought it on amazon you bought it on amazon i wonder 
Okay, interesting. Fine, because I'm going to watch that this week. Yeah, no, it was it was really beautiful, and I just loved it. I loved the storytelling. I loved the costumes. I love Sasha Ronan, um, and I think it was just a really beautiful, easy to follow story, which was just it was just like feel good. A few little sads in there, but not too much. It's just one of those films. I think if you want like a real classic romance kind of with a few little weepies but not too not not like you know ones that will leave you devastated it's a really great watch i think we should have like a cryometer where it's like about time is on one end yeah i'd say this was maybe a one or two away from like about time is um is a 10 yeah i'd say i'd probably give it a two or a three okay jack suggested we watch that again the other day i was like (laughs) never watching that film again I love about time, but yeah, no, I have to. I have to really need to let you know. Yeah, I had um, I had a day. I think I've said this on the podcast last week, where I just, I was on, I was due on my period, and I just really wanted to cry, and I tried so many things, and like nothing was working, and I just knew that I needed to cry. I should have just yeah. gone straight for about time, but I thought nine yeah. a.m. was a bit early. Yeah, no, yeah, no, nine a.m. would be quite early, especially because it might leave you feeling quite exhausted. <laughs> Um, I literally felt like um, Cameron Diaz in The Holiday, though, where she keeps trying to cry. And I was just like, I just need to cry. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it's 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 it, it's a gentle weep. Um, and the last film that I watched this week um, is Never Been Kissed for the first time. What? You've never seen Never Been Kissed? No, I haven't. But it's good, isn't it? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Where were you? I don't know. I really literally do not know where I was um, because it's on Disney+. Plus. I don't want to be Josie Grossi anymore. Honestly, there's a lot of things to quote in that film. There's a lot going on. And there's a lot of things to think about. Guys' outfits? Who dresses that man? Um, Never been kissed 1999. You've got no excuse, really. No, I was six. Maybe. Oh, no, you do have an excuse. Fine. I was probably a tiny bit young when it came out. But, okay, so um, I was like 12, so... Yeah, no, I, it's just, it was really good. There was a lot was to think 12? about. How old are you? Like, huh? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how old, how, how old are you? I'm 26. And I'm nearly 34. 34 next week. No, I'm 26, yeah. So you were six. Oh, hang on, what year were you born? This is easier. 93. 93. 86, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, <laughs> You were six, I was 12. Oh my God, no, I was 13. Yeah, that's why I've seen it 475 times. No, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a few things that, because I was watching it um, and I was WhatsApping Gemma and Jenny at the same time, because we were like watching it at the same time. We were doing a watch along um, and we were talking about guys' outfits, which are just shocking, considering he's like the the guy that everyone likes. Yeah. Purple slim-fitting shirts and flares. I'm like, no. Sir, stop. That was totally a thing, though. Like, that's how I dressed when I was that age. But he... Oh, I just... I don't know. But her outfits, trying to be a high school student, I was like, no. And it was... She was. She kept saying, I'm a high school student, which I quite <laughs> like, because that is how I lie. It was such... Like, she cannot lie. Um, But the only thing I will, I will say is, I thought it was quite weird that she danced with the teacher at prom. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree with that. But mind you, if you look back at like Big with Tom Hanks, like that whole film now is just weird. 
Yeah, see, I haven't watched that for a while, um, which I, I might revisit that. But yeah, I was just like, who? you shouldn't dance with your teacher at prom. Yeah, no, I t- yeah. And his reaction when he found out she was actually 25, he was he was like frustrated. And I'm just like, no, now now you are like legally allowed to like her. Yeah, I don't... yeah. I I find those films a bit peculiar because, yeah, I guess you sometimes in those films you have to kind of uh, think th- things have changed, things have moved on, but just take them at face value. You can you can question them, I think, but sometimes it takes the joy out of them when you watch it through like proper skeptical glasses because then you're like problematic, problematic, problematic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like some episodes of Sex and the City, I'm like, well, this is just, this is lovely. And actually, do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, I think sometimes you, just have, you to... just have to go, right, okay, I'm acknowledging that this is problematic, but sometimes I just need to watch something that's just a bit like... And <laughs> <laughs> um, that was quite, quite the uh, selection of films there. Very eclectic. Thank you. I've got one more thing. It's not a film. My favourite, favourite, favourite comedy, Stathlet's Flats, have she done... She loves it. She loves it. I love it. And I feel like, as a joke, because a lot of people have watched... They've basically done a lockdown, eight-minute um, version, which is all of the characters on Zoom. Um, and it's amazing. And Jack actually sent it to me. He's like, have you seen this? And I was like, yes, I have. Oh, let me um, guess. Jack sent you it like three days after it was popular because that... No, actually, only, only a day. That's not bad for Jack. Uh, my husband is notorious. Like, he's just not got his finger on the pulse. And he doesn't care. But like every single meme he sends me, I'm like, I've seen it, seen it. See Joe it. says that too. I'm a bit like that with Joe though. I send Joe things. He's like, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, why didn't you show me? <laughs> How dare you? Why? Um, but it is brilliant. It's eight minutes long and I've seen quite a few people talk about it and I'm like, oh, now you like stuff. Let's flats, huh? Like I do feel <laughs> a bit like, it's like when people get into your favourite band after they, it's like, it's, it's Kings of Leon. I was just about to say, this is Kings of Leon all over again. It's like, oh, it's Stuff Let's Fast. It's a YouTube version. Oh, now you want to watch it. Like, I mean, I do encourage everyone to watch it because it is brilliant. And every all the characters in it are fantastic. And it's just really silly. And they're all talking about working from home or being furloughed. And there's there's a lot of quotes. There's a lot of good quotes. Um and I could I could say them to you, but I know they'll be lost, and I feel like I'll, I'll end up sounding a bit ridiculous. But do go and watch it because it's really effing funny. It, I was just gonna say, firstly, I need to get into staff less staff let's flats. I don't know why I'm resisting it. I think it's just in case I don't find it as funny, and then I I don't know. It, it might make our friendship suffer. But also, like, why are you really protective over some things? Like, some things, like, I just want everyone to watch, but there's, like, a couple of things, or, like, a, and I'm like, no, that is not for you. That is my thing. I think, yeah, I know what you mean, and sometimes I think it's because maybe it's something you love so much and you know is a bit, like, isn't loved by everyone that you think if someone else watches it and they don't like it, you're just like, oh, whatever. But then you feel, but yeah, no, it's weird, isn't it? There are things I do feel a bit protective over, which I'm just like, when really it's like, actually, I want I want these people to do well and I want people to see what they're doing and laugh. And yeah, weird, weird. But um, no, it's brilliant. And I feel, feel like maybe start with the YouTube version because I think it's very funny and it's like a real, it really sums up what the whole series is about. And it's eight minutes long. And if you don't like it, you don't have to go further. Fine. Right, I'll do I'll I'll do that. 
after I've done this, actually, the, the first thing I'm doing after I've recorded this is make a cup of tea, and then I'll do that. And then maybe record your reaction afterwards so we can put it in next week's episode. <laughs> and then we've got a live Charlotte's. And then we can quote it. That'll be so nice. Oh, you'd love that, wouldn't you? I really would. Carol Collins. Carol Collins. You don't have to say your name when you come onto Zoom. I know I was testing the audio. Carol Collins. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love something to quote. I absolutely love yeah, well, something to quote. There's that, 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 that's, that's going to be, that's going to have that. <laughs> that's that. That, that. that, 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 that. Um, um, I have watched, I'm going to cut you up. Um, Hollywood, finally. Um, have you seen it? Have you seen it? advertised on netflix yeah i've seen it advertised on netflix you know what i mean like the previous i've seen it advertised i think my mum and dad started watching it um but i haven't watched it tell all so um i've been thinking about it for a while but there's not that much that i want to watch at the moment so i'm kind of like gotta calm down do you know what i mean like we can't just be racing through these things because nothing new is getting made so let's all just calm down anyway it's Made by a couple of people who worked on Pose, and um, if you if you knew around here, I love to talk about Pose. Oh which yes, which is now available on Netflix as well as the BBC. But I'm really hoping, like I said, to Jack, I really hope that people watch Hollywood and then go back and watch Pose. It's not yeah. got like a lot of the same casting, but Ryan Murphy is one of the co-writers, and the incredible Janet Mock is the executive producer on Hollywood, and she was like the writer, the director, the producer on Pose, um, and. And each episode is like fifty-ish minutes, which I think is a good, Ooh. a good amount. Um, yeah, and you can if you sorry. No, it's go on. Tell me, tell me what you think about the length of a TV show because I've got something to say about the next thing that I'm watching that I think it's too short. Oh, see, I quite. I think fifty minutes is good because if if you're like in a bit of a rush, you're like, oh, it's less than an hour, but then it's basically an hour. Whereas I feel like sometimes twenty-five minutes, just like normal people, goes through, and you're like, I've just, I've, it's just started. Yeah. What? Yeah. Totally agree with you. (laughs) Don't apologise for having an opinion. (laughs) Um, And it's set in the 1950s and it's looking at Hollywood. um, And basically how corrupt it is and what a lot of marginalised people have to do to get ahead in it um like the only person that's succeeding is the white man and everybody else it's just like lifting the lid on that like but it's done in in a really kind of like glamorous way. The sets are incredible. The costumes are incredible. The hair and makeup, like it is. Jack said, "Do you want to watch your sexy show?" I said, "Yeah, I do want to watch my sexy show." Actually, and um, it's really, really, really good. We have watched three episodes, the seven episodes, and it is another one of those blowing limited series. Like fine, but just. I don't know. Give me some hope or promise of a second season. Um, mm. But if you haven't watched that yet um, and you've been thinking about it, because I saw it and I've been putting it off and I don't really know why, um, I've gone in and I'm thrilled, absolutely over the moon that I've I've gone there. Oh, okay. I'm going. Maybe I'll maybe I'll visit. Um, and the next thing I've watched is Run, which I've spoken about before. But each episode is 24 minutes long, and you have to wait a whole week for a new episode. Oh, that's not fair. That That's the thing. If it's going to be that short, you've got to have all of them. Yeah, and the way that it is, um, it's almost getting a bit silly now. <laughs> a bit... I don't know. At first, it it wasn't kind of believable, um, but, like, now it's getting a bit farcical. Um, and there's a lot of, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? And then I've got to wait a week. 
Jack and I literally checked Now TV every night for four nights, waiting for it to come back. We were like, where's where's the new episode? Um, can you can you remember the days, or maybe maybe you were too young, but I remember Friday night waiting for a new episode of Friends, and just one episode was enough. It was like, it's yeah. fine. And the next week I'd watch the next one. Well, it is not the mid-90s anymore. Early 2000s. Things have moved on. Yeah, I need the whole series at once. Is it good though? Is it worth watching? It is, but I would just wait till the series is over and then just watch it all back. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I'll wait then. Yeah, don't don't stress yourself out. Um, And then the two things on my want to watch list are Brassic, which is back for season two. Um, But it's quite stressful. It's got Joe Gilgan in and Michelle Keegan. And like the whole thing is that they're like petty thieves. Um, So it's a bit stressful. I absolutely love Joe Gilgan though, but I'm just not quite ready. What what channel's that on? Mm, What channel is that on? Chat got it up i think you had to switch the xbox on so i'm gonna say now tv because i think it's on sky something i can't keep up with all these channels Um, and the second thing that i'm desperate to watch um i might go in for it tonight is the michelle obama documentary oh yeah like i just i just feel like we all need a bit of michelle obama right now oh always like i could listen to her talk about anything did i say this last week no maybe you did i don't don't know i feel like i've said this to someone because i'm just like i could listen to her reading me bedtime stories (laughs) Well, yeah, I'd love that. Um, <laughs> so that's that's everything I've watched this week. Um, going back to what I've done this week, can I just um, sign off Tally Talk with uh, the fact that Jack gave me a haircut? I know. I was so impressed. Um, it's absolutely terrible. Um, but my hair was getting so ratty and I spoke to my mum and she's like, well, if you leave it too long, the split ends work their way up the hair. So that's why you like it feels really bad. Um, and he gave me a haircut last night in the kitchen. And we didn't even go for the layering. Like when I mean layers, I mean like, you know, pinning Good. half of it up, not at, like actual layers. But we just went for like the straight across chop. Mm, that's quite romantic, isn't it? <laughs> quite um, intimate. There's, um, there's a character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine called Boyle. And he says the most intimate thing that you can do with somebody is wash their hair. Um, oh, wow. So- I don't know if I'd want Joe washing my hair. Yeah, what TV show was I watching the other day? And the character was, oh, that happened in Normal People, didn't it? Yeah, and that I didn't like that. Um, I feel like I've asked Joe to try and take my makeup off before, and he said no, and that was it. <laughs> and that was the end of that. I felt like if Jack gave you a fringe trim, that would be quite intimate. If he was like, came really close, and it was like, and um, but also I just heard like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, oh, but that's oh. the thing. It, 
I feel like if you're like if your partner was a professional hairdresser, it might be different. Please let us know if your partner is a professional hairdresser. Let us know if it's sexy or not. <laughs> is fringe trimming the new foreplay? We'd like to know. <laughs> uh, and on that note, we're going to move over to our quarantails. Now, did you have you already coined quarantails? Yeah. No, only because somebody's written in with a funny story and she said, can I, can I copyright it? And I was like, I don't know if you can. I think Liv, Liv's already done it. I've, I've copyrighted it. I've put the last of my money into copywriting <laughs> that word just so um, one of our dear listeners cannot. Um, so we're just basically going to share funny things that have happened to people whilst in lockdown, social distancing, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I would just like to do... Well, I'm going to start, basically. And um, I've got a thing... I've got a bird problem. So... I don't know if I've mentioned, I actually haven't mentioned this on the podcast. So a few weeks ago when it was like really warm, um, there's a bit of humble bragging in here. We were in the hot tub in the garden. Oh, God. Uh, sorry. Uh, Sounds awful. I know. Um, Anyway, I got out. Jack and Jean were both in the hot tub and I got out and was like, right, I'm going to go and wash my hair. Um, It was hair washing day. Just just to really set the scene oh, um, the and scene I came upstairs in a towel because I tend to take like my, my cosy off outside rather than like traipsing through the house in a, in a wet swimsuit oh yeah no. anyway so I come upstairs and I'm like I can definitely hear somebody I can hear something like shit like what am I going to do I'm in my towel someone's broken into the house and they're in my office you know you, where you just start going on those like ridiculous like yeah you're like oh this is it this, I knew this was going to happen it's happened right now <laughs> Yeah, I knew, I knew. Anyway, so I like peek my head in the office and there's a bird in there. So I shut the door quicker than lightning because I love to bird watch. But if a bird is flapping anywhere near me, forget it. You can forget it. Anyway, so I like run downstairs to go and tell Jack. Um, but meanwhile, he's in the hot tub with Junester with the bubbles on. And I'm like, there's a bird. There's a bird inside. There's a bird inside. And he's like got the bubbles on in the hot tub. And he's like, what? What? I can't, I can't hear you. I'm like, switch the bubbles off. So he switches the bubbles off. And I'm like, there's a bird in my office. And he's like, what kind of bird? And I'm like, never mind. Does what it matter? kind of bird? Go and get the damn thing out. So um, he's like running upstairs. And then I didn't really know what to do with June because I was like, if I get her out of the hot tub, like I'm going to have a soggy, wet toddler on my arms. Yeah. But like, I can't just leave her in the hot tub. So I was like halfway between the hot tub and, and the door. Because bear in mind, it's flown through the like the kitchen, which is at the back, up the stairs, up into my office. Like there's no open windows. I bet you felt like actually the best thing for me to do at this point is to stay in the hot tub. <laughs> And then just watch. Well, you can't quite see the window from the hot tub. So I was like halfway between. June was like, Can, what's going on? There's a bird. I'm like, you stay there. Like, the you last thing... don't get involved. Yeah, yeah. The last thing we need is you getting involved. So then you can see Jack. Um, and eventually, yeah, the, and it's a robin. And it's uh, Jack opens the window in my office and, it, and it's flown free. Wow. No, I feel like that's very stressful. That reminds me of when I lived in two houses ago with my family house we had an instance we had fireplaces and a bird had come down the fireplace and got out and it was flying around the house this pigeon and my mum was just like there's an eagle in the house <laughs> there's an eagle. And, and it was pooing everywhere because it was obviously really stressed and she called the neighbor she was like there's an eagle um and i think i think roger next door was a bit like 
this is not an eagle um but it's so stressful though even if it's quite a small bird i think you're quite like i don't know what to do yeah well this this robin was quite small and then it left like the most delicate poo on my office chair oh because it kind you know, of yeah like not a seagull poo it's just like a little robin poo but then so fast forward to sunday and i can like hear things in the walls and i'm like oh going on oh god and i was in my office and then jack used my office and he was like yeah no i could hear those things because sometimes you know you say to like who you live with or i can hear things and they're like yeah sure fine um but then he heard them and i was like what is it and then we heard like flapping behind the fire and we have a fireplace and it's a gas fire so it's all like locked like you can't yeah you can't fly through so we're like, oh, what are we going to do? So I looked on the RSPCA's website and the RSP, RSB, BC, the bird one, the Royal Protection yeah. Society of Birds. And they're like, well, we're running on minimal staff, like obviously, um, and only if it's an emergency. And I'm like, well, it's not an emergency, but like, I don't want to kill a bird. Um, so eventually we like speak to my brother on the phone and he's like, well, you just need to do this. So Jack like breaks apart the fireplace. And then so he's like, looking shining torches up there and then he like got some pressurized air to try and get it out because we left it and we're like oh maybe it's flown back up the chimney anyway like two hours later we've like closed it up we can hear it flapping again so then we just open it um and eventually it comes out and that's the end of that story but like came out wha- the chimney yeah it came out the chimney and we closed all the doors so it could like just fly straight out the front door oh wow but why are all these birds coming in my house do you know, I've had a bird tail as well. Um, and there's a solution to mine as well, because I was I was worried. Because the other morning, it happened two mornings on the trot. And Joe and I woke up and we could hear like a... And it was at the bathroom window. We didn't realise. And I was kind of like, what is that noise? And it was a bird, a black bird, flying into the bathroom window. And I was like, that cannot be a good omen. Like, I was like, whoa. And I was having a, a bit of a dodgy week. And I was like, please, not now. And it just kept trying to fly into your bathroom yeah, window. Yeah, I think it obviously saw its reflection. Because <laughs> it could see, like, trees. Like, the reflection from the bathroom window is, like, the sky and trees. So I think it kept, like, thinking, oh, another bird. And then I was just like, why is that? Like, what? what how do I stop this? Because it's going to hurt itself, essentially. It's going to knock itself out. And I was like what if this is a bad omen? What if something's going to... I was really like, oh God, oh God. Anyway, I was in the bath and I heard, I saw a blackbird and I think there's a nest in the roof. So I feel like there's a blackbird nest up there because I can hear them pattering around. But <laughs> he's obviously it down up there? I know, I think he's obviously trying to get back there, but I was very stressed and I was thinking I could really do without, um, <laughs> without that kind of like forecoming of, you know, a blackbird message. <laughs> well it's just kind of like you want to keep the birds safe but like i don't really know what best to do with them not being yeah. a bird wrangler i don't know to ha- i don't know how to help you mr bird um <laughs> tell me mr blackbird how can i help that's, that's my core have you got any more quarantails before we open up the floor no mine's just birds just coming in my house and me having to rescue them no i've got one more thing that i've been doing and this is a way of um well 
it's happened a couple of times and if my personal trainer is listening um turn off now because it gets really boring um but basically my like my personal trainer has been doing live classes and I like to go along and support but sometimes one is on a Saturday and I I don't want to exercise on a Saturday I can't exercise on a Saturday and anyway no matter how bad I'm feeling Saturdays are not for physical activity um <laughs> it is the holy day of rest and I've been tuning in and one way I've discovered that you can make it look like you are really involved in an exercise class <laughs> is by putting the flame emoji and the water droplets because it's like, oh yeah, this is killing me. And I've been trying to get involved like that. And so if she's like, oh, hi, thanks for joining. I'm like, oh yeah, burn. And that's like what fitness people do. Because I've observed, I've observed a few. I've observed what people do so when I've done like I've done a couple I've done her class on a Tuesday they are brilliant classes and I've done cycles classes and I feel like fitness people when they're exercising the like the the trainer is going how's it going like to comment if you're feeling burny and so people are commenting flames or the sweat emoji so I've decided that's what I do to make it look like I'm exercising when I am in fact stationary <laughs> I can't, I cannot believe you do that. That's so, I mean, it's, it shocks me in a way, but it's also like, so you in a nutshell that you couldn't just tell her that you don't want to exercise. So you just keep turning up to show support, <laughs> but also the deceits. You're so I've, far in now. How many weeks have you been doing this for? Only two. Are you going to do I've, it for I've, third? No, because I did tell her, I was like, oh, I do sometimes tune in and just watch. <laughs> I can't believe you've done that. I know. I just, I wanted to be supportive, but I think on a Saturday, I just, I can't. It's just not the day for it. you. It's not the day for me. I'll do it any other day of the week at any other time, but just not a Saturday. Fair enough, babe. Fine. Um, right. We're going to open up the floor now. Oh, can I just, oh, this is, this is a very, very sweet quarantine. Um, I've just literally, four minutes ago, I've had a text from my nan because I'm phoning her this afternoon and I was like, let's have a catch up. And she's just said, I had a little tea party this afternoon at three. It was very small. Three three guests in all, just I, myself and me. <laughs> My, myself ate the sandwiches while I drank all the tea. It was also I who ate the pie and passed the cake to me. <laughs> That's so cute. A small poem, but I quite enjoyed that. Thanks. Thanks, Liz Nan. Thanks, thanks Joan. We love that. Um so opening up the floor to your quarantales and the things you've been getting up to, um, we have had some wonderful emails, um, which Charlotte has kindly popped together. Um, I've not read them yet, so I feel like I wanted it to be like high impact, much like the exercise I've not been doing. Um <laughs> So the, so the first one is from Kaylee on Instagram and this one really made me laugh. Um, and also Kaylee wanted to copyright Quarantale. So um, Liv and her can argue, you can argue amongst yourselves. But anyway, uh, Kaylee works as a social media manager at a university, which means that she plans, creates and uploads the social media content each day. <laughs> This one really tickled me. Also, whilst in lockdown, I have been filming silly videos to entertain children from my church while they're stuck at home. Last week, I uploaded a post to the university Facebook page with a link to a video which I thought was a performance from uni students, but actually I posted a video of me playing with a teddy bear and talking about cuddling your teddy bear while feeling afraid. It was up for about two hours, meaning a couple of thousand people might have watched it before my friend told me. 
I'd uploaded the wrong video. Oh god, that that is that is the kind of thing I would do. I just like I want to see the video with teddy bears. Like that's the content I'm here for, and just to like actually. Uh, yeah it just really tickled me really enjoyed that one thanks very much um yeah i think she was a bit mortified she was like at least it's given you a laugh i was like it has thanks very much i would like to see the video i really would yeah i would like to see your bear videos so if if you don't mind that would be great um i really enjoyed this one as well this one really I'm going to read my, my two other funny ones that, that have really tickled me. So Louise Calland says, this one was on Instagram, my lockdown story. My 83-year-old nan has been quarantining alone, so we've all been rallying around her. To the extent that she's complaining now, she gets too many phone calls. <laughs> uh, but right before the clap for carers last week, we got... <laughs> Sorry. We got a call from her neighbour to say that my nan was trapped inside the bathroom because the door handle had broken. She literally had to yell, help, out of the window. Thinking quickly, my dad just removed our bathroom door handle to take as a replacement. <laughs> the very last thing he said as he left was, just don't shut the bathroom door. I'm trying not to laugh. Five minutes later, if that, I'd walk straight into the bathroom, shut the door and got trapped. The rescue. <laughs> Sorry. The rescue party had already left for my nan's house. So I had to pick my way out. I had to pick my way out with some nail scissors. Long story short, nanny's okay, staying sane. And I'm not so sure about myself. Uh, there's so many elements of that I love. I love the fact that her dad took their bathroom door handle. As yeah, a it was just like, this is what, obviously he must know Nan's bathroom door handle. So he's like, this we'll will solve the problem. And I just love the fact that like, there was a moment where two people were both <laughs> like, simultaneously just stuck in their bathrooms from the same situation going, help. <laughs> And imagine, right? So last week we had Clap for Carers and then they had two songs for VE Day, which unfortunately we couldn't go out because it was peak bedtime and it was all hell had broken loose. Anyway, they've got um, When We'll Meet Again in the White Cliffs of Dover after Clap for Carers and they had a PA system and everyone came and stood at the end of their drive. So imagine if if Nan was in like our downstairs bathroom and it was the particular VE day, Clap for Carers edition, and the PA was playing. <laughs> Same when, we, when will we meet again and she's stuck in the loo and no one can hear her because... Who knows? They've got the PA system, which I would like. I've got a lot of questions as to where number one hundred got the PA system from. Oh my god, that's amazing! I'm quickly trying to read these ones. Um, I'm, I'm going to read the last one that I absolutely love, and this is by Sinead um, on Instagram, and she says, "In the rare moments of calm um, I get when my toddler is sleeping, I like to sit outside with my cuppa in my garden, and there's a woman on the street behind mine. I live on a pretty quiet." suburban street who every day for the past three weeks <laughs> i really thought i could get through it every day for the past three weeks somewhere between 1 and 3 p.m she slams the back door stomps down a patio and just screams fuck really loudly and she's put loads of views um i can't see her 
so I don't know for sure, but I think she's just screaming at the sky and it often makes me feel less alone in getting royally frustrated with my own offspring. I just heavily related to that one. I've not tried that. Might try it. Stamping up and down the stairs. Fuck! (laughs) Okay, so one of the last ones we got was from Daisy Hall. And Daisy, I haven't read this yet, Charlotte said I'm going to enjoy it, said, We needed to move our old piano into the garage to make room for a new electric piano we'd bought before lockdown started. Didn't realise pianos are heavy and that it didn't fit through the living room door. No idea how my parents got it in the house in the first place. Ended up dragging it into the garden (laughs) and managed to get it stuck in the grass. Dad devised an elaborate plank old door winch system to try and unstick it, which resulted in him snapping the planks and getting them jammed in the base of the piano. (laughs) Oh, God. Piano is now stuck in the middle of the garden with planks literally tethering it to the ground. (laughs) What are the neighbours going to think? Dad gets a hammer out and prizes the planks out of the base and we heave it to the garden gate. It's too big to fit through there too. At this point, we've been lugging a piano around various parts of the house for three hours. Cutting a long story short, piano is now sitting in disgrace. (laughs) In the middle of our conservatory, which is in fact two metres away from where it started. I mean, that one. Oh, God. Like, I just feel like every time they look at that piano now, it's just going to be you again. You're still there. I, I just don't know what to say. Far, oh, my farcical. I really enjoy a farcical story. That's um, a real slapstick. Can you read Samantha, Samantha 1988 out as well? That I think you'll enjoy this one. Samantha 1988 says... So, I went outside this morning, just pottering around the front garden in my PJs. Neighbour is washing my car. Which, uh, that's a great start because that's questions. Questions are are (laughs) there to be asked. What? Like, oh, you've really, like, I feel there's a real passive aggression that comes with taking that job upon yourself when you're like, I cannot look at your vehicle any longer. Well, Uh, I mean, carry on reading the story. Oh, wait. Samantha says, I didn't know what to do. I said something along the lines of, oh, you don't have to worry about doing that. Please don't wash my car. Neighbour replied, oh, don't mind me. I've been dying to wash it. I replied, do you have anything that I can wash for you? (laughs) (laughs) The look I got, so awkward and strange. My answer was to bake blueberry muffins and left them on the doorstep. Knock a door runner. I just, yeah that kind of situation I probably wouldn't have baked the muffins I think that was a very kind act Samantha but I feel like if they have voluntarily decided to almost passive aggressively clean something for you I don't know if they deserve that reward yeah yeah very very strange Um, that's a very kind thing to do though Samantha so um you can rest assured that you've done the right thing um right I'm gonna read one from Beth Beth.e. Um, I don't know if I only found this funny because nothing remotely interesting has happened in a few days, but hopefully it might make you laugh. Basically, my mum came home with the shopping and put the bags on the kitchen floor, then went to get the rest from the car. Then our puppy tried to help and ran off with a leak. He ran out the front door and I had to chase him around the garden with it when I finally got him inside. We came in the back door and he ran back out again. A leak of all things. It was almost as big as him. Oh, that's really cute. That's a cute, like a cute tale. 
That's a cute tale, a quarren cute tale. If there's um, any video footage of that, Beth, um, we would love to see it. Also, it I saw on Instagram that all that is she, um, I'm sure that's her handle, um, their dog, um, and it's a whippet, ate four Yorkshire puddings. Four, not just one Yorkshire pudding. They cooked the roast for eight four. I mean, I can you blame the dog? Not really. <laughs> not really. Um, but how annoyed would you be? Like you've gone to all the effort to cook a roast, and it's not just eating one Yorkshire pudding. It's eating. It's a family of four, and it ate all four. Yeah, I feel like if I mean that's assuming they had one each. In which case, I think that's their own fault. <laughs> <laughs> They should have made eight. I know, one Yorkshire pudding each. I mean, we're at least a two or three household. I, I don't... I don't... I just... I don't know how many Yorkshire puddings we cook. It's very rare to be cooked. And we cook toad in the hole, which means that you don't have to divide just like a lot of Yorkshire pudding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, the more the merrier in this house. I could just eat Yorkshire pudding with nothing else. I saw, actually, this is this is quite funny. I don't know whether this is a thing, Um just before we wrap up, we'll save some more quarantales for next week because I feel like it's nice to just hear some nice stories every week from you all. But I saw on Instagram, I don't know what, um, I did save this. Um, so there is a US chef called Ina Garten, who's very famous, who I I didn't realise, 2.6 million followers. Oh, no and, big deal. No, yeah, very famous. Um, and she shared... Um, a picture of her dinner she shares lots of recipes that people love maybe she's kind of like a Nigella figure um New York Times bestselling may I add um (laughs) people are going to be listening to this like yeah have you never heard of her um and she shared this it she shared this caption it said it's week whatever in quarantine and I needed dinner in a hurry so I wrapped some hot dogs in puff pastry and baked them oh my god they were so good love the high low thing plus they took five minutes to prep and shared this image which I'm sharing showing Charlotte basically a hot dog and i love so basically a sausage roll and everyone's (laughs) commenting like in england we call this a sausage roll like and everyone's kind of like oh my god who besides me is defrosting a hot dog right now and everyone's like i just like people are like sausage roll in the uk and it's just i love the fact that she's made a sausage roll but people are like oh so (laughs) avant-garde and i'm like it looks kind of and like... And also, actually, I would like to go back to her method, so hot dog and microwave puff pastry. I think she might... Did she microwave it? Let me just... Or let me I just conf- made that aspect up? It looks quite crispy, so I feel like I don't know whether you'd actually succeed with that she in She went in the, the oven. Mic- yeah, let me just check. Um, no, baked them, but she has put the recipe on her website, so... Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll send pastry, that over to you. Please, that would be great. Um, I'm actually, we have got more quarantines, but we're gonna, we'll read some more out next week and keep them coming because I'm very much enjoying them. Oh, I'm I loving... don't know why Nan's stuck in the toilet's really got me. Oh, that, that's the kind of, I think it's it's because it's something we can, everyone can kind of see a family member that happening to. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the family member that's gone into the bathroom when my dad's told me not to go in there and shut yeah. the door. I've locked myself in the bathroom. Um, but one of the last emails that I want to read out is going back to last week's name drop emails, um, which I really, really enjoyed. And this one's from Catherine in Glasgow. And she says, um, hello, I hope you haven't missed the boat. I mean, you did miss the boat, but luckily for you, there was another boat trip later on in the week. Um, my dad, who is a retired social worker, but one of those people who knows everyone, capital letters, and I feel like in Glasgow, like, 
everyone knows everyone. Um, so if you know everyone in Glasgow, like you really know everyone. Um, he always finds a moment to bring up the fact he used to be a roadie for none other than the Jackson Five. Also, a big party once lives face. <laughs> Casual. Also, at a big party once, me and my mates were in the kitchen having a discussion about the most famous person we'd ever seen or met. And casually, my dad walks in and goes, Nelson Mandela is probably up there, and saunters out the kitchen with his drink. Wild. I feel like that is the... Oh, that I can see that happening. That is such a like a dad thing to do, just saunter off. Like, yeah, just drop that in there. Like, <laughs> I'm so going to be that parent. So going to be that parent that drops something and then walks off and everyone goes, all right, pipe um, down. My mum actually called me and was like, I can't, well, not that I can't believe, but she knew the person that made a yellow submarine for the film premiere. And it was actually like, there was a physical like yellow submarine and it was in his garden in Grimsby and he made it. And she then reminded me that my grandpa once did Alfred Hitch, Alfred, I can't even say his name, Alfred Hitchcock's stage makeup. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, it. I, I, my grandpa was was a vicar, well, a port missioner of the docks. Like, and he just did like a a course in stage makeup, and then before one thing led to another, and he's doing Casual. Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcocks. Do you know what I mean? That's wild. I actually have one more. Then, if if the boat is just waiting to leave, yeah, yeah. Last um, call. Last call for the, the name drop boat trip. Okay, so Lauren McCrusty um, sent me a voice note on instagram um can i play it do you reckon get it up to the speaker i'll tell you if the quality is beyond beyond the fringe of it quality well i mean there's a very high standard there i've seen people Um, on instagram recording podcasts underneath bed sheets i'm not getting that i'm not getting that hot (laughs) sorry everyone okay so this is her voice note see if you can hear it Hi Liv, hi um, Charlotte, I'm just listening to your most recent podcast episode now and you've asked for most name droppy um, family history um, mentions and I have quite a cool one. My grandfather's grandmother or great-grandmother was the inspiration for um, C.S. Lewis's um, Alice in Wonderland. So I'm kind of related to Alice in Wonderland, you could say. But yes, um, love the podcast and hope you are both all really well and sending all the best. My eyebrows have raised so far off my forehead like they've almost disappeared. There we go. We have a relative of Alice in Wonderland. You get it all here at the fringe of it. I know. Things you cannot find elsewhere. You will find here. If you would like to get in touch with us, our email is thefringeofit at gmail.com. You can always drop us a DM on Instagram and we are fringe of it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Every single time. Get over it. Um, we're on Twitter at the fringe of it. We're not very active there. I'm sorry. We've got a, we've got a lot of platforms. Um facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it um we will see you next week in the meantime if you'd like to review and rate us kindly if not don't bother Um, (laughs) just want the nice reviews (laughs) keep massaging our ego well we're trying the best under the circumstances all right Thank you so much for listening and always being so kind and generous with your stories. Stay safe, look after each other and we will see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Hold up. 
subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.